Hello, beautiful people of the world. It is your boy Kai coming to you with Kales, and we are bringing you guys something a little new this week, which is going to be a reoccurring new. So eventually, it will be old. Um, but we give you guys a lot of stuff from things we have watched, um, just things that are going on. So we thought, why not give you what we are currently watching ourselves? Um, so Kells, thank you for joining me in this new edition that we are calling Recent Views, Last Week in Anime. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm glad we finally have figured out a thing for us to be hype about for the stuff we're currently watching. It's not like the slog of... You know, watch an entire series and then talk about it for, you know, half an hour. It's like, let's just watch the shit we're watching and then talk about it with immense spoilers as things are currently coming out. So, by the way, if you don't want it spoiled, don't listen to this till you've watched it. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, there are spoilers and we're going to find we'll put in the description which anime we talk about um, this week. So you guys can not be taken back from what where is going on. But uh, currently, we are watching Jujutsu Kaisen, Dr. Stone, Black Clover, and Attack on Titan. Those are just the four that we are watching. We might do more. We might do less. Well, obviously, some of these are going to end soon, so we're going to have to do different ones. But the goal is to keep you updated on what is happening in the anime world. Yeah, man. So off the top, Jujutsu Kaisen this week. Man. It... Like, it's like a Mappa, man. Like, Studio Mappa just need. We just got a Tupac or Biggie. I'm sorry. We just got a Biggie and put the crown on their head. Like, they're just out here doing the most in the best way. And I'm like, how do we compete with. How does anybody compete with Attack on Titan and Jujutsu Kaisen being such giants that they are right now? I have no idea, man. And it's one of those things where Attack on Titan is sort of, you know, the old head. In the shonen, gory, spooky vibe show. And now we've got Jujutsu Kaisen come along, and it's like, oh, this is the new king. This is the Kendrick to um, fucking Attack on Titans Tupac. Yeah. You know, this is the kid who's got a lot to prove, and boy, is it proving. Um, so, for those of you who do not know, again, stop listening to this and go and watch Jujutsu Kaisen. But for those of you who do know, um, Jujutsu Kaisen is a supernatural anime that has a lot of inspiration from Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, the creator has said that. And it's kind of like supernatural, dealing with demons, curses, all that. But um, last week, our boy... Gojo, so our man Gojo and Yuji, really like everybody just kind of went off in the episode last week. Yeah, man. So Gojo comes out swinging at the end of this episode, which you know the whole the whole lead up to this is like, all right, so we've got this sort of training tournament arc. It's this whole um, the one from Naruto. Yeah, the training exams. Yeah, you got a, sort of a tuning exams, like, let's compete against other schools and regions to, like, prove your worth. So we're in the middle of this kind of fight. And then, of course, the bad guys show up, and they enact this barrier, which is singular purpose to, like, prevent Gojo, like, the strongest guy in the show we have seen, from entering. And it stops him until it doesn't. Yes, like, so Gojo... 
being the beast that he is, um, just deteriorates the barrier that's only purpose to keep him out. Like, it's such a, like, it's kind of like, I guess, the power source I would say, Nin. If, again, getting that influence from Tagashi, the guy who did Hunter Hunter and Yu Yu Show, um, basically, it has certain rules it has to inhibit. And so the compromise for this barrier keeping Gojo out is anyone else can come in. That's how strong Gojo is. They just... Like, as long as the Gojo doesn't show up, we'll be okay. That's what they believe. And Gojo still breaks through the barrier. So he breaks through the barrier, and he immediately starts wrecking hell. Like, he no, he surveys what he's got to do. He's like, okay, I got to do. And the mention, just the sight of Gojo being out there, like, everybody's like, all right. <laughs> Flee on sight. <laughs> It's like Minato of the Leaf, like, run on site orders. Like, if y'all know about Naruto, y'all know about that. Um, so, everybody's like, oh, Gojo's here, crap. One dude who's using a hand sword, literally, like, holding hands with his sword. It's weird. Gotta gotta watch it. Just, like, dips out. He's like, all right, bye. <laughs> I'm not here for this. So, the other dude who's like, I want to make a coat rack. Is like, I got this. And proceeds to not have it at all. Like, Gojo basically just flexes and nearly kills the dude. Like, his arms are, like, wrung, like, towels and his legs. <laughs> and it's it's pretty lit, like, right off the bat. Yeah, man. And, like, we get to see, like, another iteration of him just being, like, too strong. But, like, one of the biggest hype moments for me in this episode was getting to see more of Toto and uh, Yuji and their like brother in arms relationship going in on this tree spirit. Yes, man. They, they beat the brakes off mother nature. Like, and that amount of team, I feel like that's some of the best teamwork we've seen in like anime and shonen like forever. Like I can't remember the last time I saw like a tag team that clean. Yeah. No, some of the animation this episode was, you know, a little rough. There's a lot of movement, so you've got to focus your efforts in, you know, specific areas, which was all Gojo this episode. But, um, you know, still, the story, the you know, the narrative, uh, the collaboration really kept you in the action, no matter how um, Black Clovery it got in the you know, trying to play fast and loose with getting an episode animated. Yeah, no, the music was hype, everything. It was just, it was kind of on another level than what I had expected. Um, especially because me being me, I like to go and read things, and I enjoy being a manga reader as well. But I told myself, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen is off limits. You're going to enjoy that. You're going to just, like, dive into it. And literally seeing the hollow purple from gojo was such a treat like not knowing anything about it i this man literally was like i'm gonna summon red i'm gonna summon blue and then purple spirit gun cannon annihilation ray i was like okay like literally all of that like <laughs> oh by the way we just go summon it like a, a purple orb that just disintegrates shit in its path like that's what we're going to do now. We ain't going to, like, create the void of, you know, space. We're just going to, you know, send a beam and murder whatever's in front of it. Mm -hmm. 
Like it was pretty raw. And like so that then we saw at the end that they thought they hit one, but they still like the big bad managed to get away because he was stealing one of Swatchika's not wow Susana's fingers. So that happened. So yeah, um, the evil party side got that, and then you know we just gotta wait till next week to see what's happening. Which allegedly they're playing baseball or something. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, man. I'm like, okay. You you hit me with this cliffhanger. Like everything we've just watched was a distraction. Because it was. And now we're going to play baseball. And it's going to be just as hype. But it's like, how filler will this episode be? Well, I, for once, could not tell you because I have not read the manga. But I feel like we wouldn't really get a lot of figure. Filler. Wow. <laughs> um, Only because we've only got like three or four episodes left. And, like, if there's anything that I've learned from my hero, some things that seem like filler are not. And I can say the same for um, what's another anime where things like feel like filler, but they're not. Um, yeah, really, just going off the top of my head, I'm just gonna go with my hero because that's the one that's in my head at the moment. Um, but speaking yeah, of, an, I, I, I'd agree. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Um, but something else we got this week was Doctor Stone, which was again hype, as in wow, um, because that was just. Like, we're coming off seeing Chrome's big moment of, like, Chrome being super big brain move. In this episode, it wasn't really about the action. It was more so about the feelings, I felt like, for me. Yeah. Like, just seeing our boy Uyo or Udo, um, the archer, come and be like, hey, I know what you got going on. Like, I know that this isn't the real Lillian Reinhardt because, you know, I have super hearing and I can differentiate between the tone of a recording and you and your voice, like even I don't it's just typical shonen logic. How these quote unquote normal kids have these abilities. Senku can just he's he's not a child though. That's the whole thing. Surprise. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's not a child. This he's the sonar agent for a fucking nuclear submarine. Because that's what you got going on. Yeah, who's a pacifist, mind you? Um, so that's wild. But, like, these kids who are quote-unquote normal, we've got, like, freaking Susana who can, like, or no, going back to Jesus Kaisen, we got um, Tuska, whatever, Tuska, bad dude, who could punch out uh, a lion. Tsukasa. And then we got Senku, who has a crazy memory, who can remember, like, some woman's dimensions from the pictures that he saw thousands of years ago, and who also counted for, like, thousands of years we got a guy who can rip through the ground and pull out a cell phone. Anyway, so just, anyway, like these normal kids, air quotes, are out here fighting brute force with science. And we get to see, like, we get to see that what a bloodless war would look like. A war fought between two sides who not necessarily want violence. They just want, like, Senku just wants science to come back. Tuska just wants... Like, he doesn't want science to come back because, you know, it breeds a lot of problems. So his response for that is killing all the adults or the people in the world who just kind of made things bad. And the definition of killing is not reviving them from stone. No, well, uh, his definition... Sukasa's definition of, you know, killing is 
breaking the stone body, which is one thing we find out this episode. Which is wild. Like, Tsukasa's out here just, you know, breaking the statues of the people he doesn't want to be able to revive. Because he's got control over those, you know, scientific powers of revival. He's got the cave that can give the shit that can, like, bring people back. And he's out here breaking people who he doesn't want to come back. But one of the convincing moments and like the secret mission we find out about this episode is that uh, Yuzuriha's like secret mission has been go gather the bits and pieces of the people that Tsukasa has broken and try to glue them back together. And when we get the substance that can revive people, we're going to see, can we bring them back if they've been reassembled? And it's like, what? Who would have even thought about this? And who would have thought about this so early in the, like, staging of all of this shit? Senku is literally a genius because he keeps bringing stuff on us, the yeah, viewer. Senku is a goat. This man made a car... This man made a cell phone, like, and it's just so interesting to see how to get there from point zero to, like, complete. And, like, we also see that, like, everyone he has in his camp, even if they seem like they don't have a purpose, serves, like, a huge purpose. Like, we've got, like, Yuzuriha, or Yuzuriha, who is a beast at sewing and making things. Like, she knocked out a whole night's worth of clothes in, like, freaking, probably minutes. Like, it was just... It was wild. And, like, just the amount of delicacy and, like, stress that she's under by placing these bodies back together from, like, straight, like, annihilated pieces. Like, these are big pieces. These aren't, like, just, oh, here's a head, here's a foot. No, she's, like, she's, like, got to make ears. She's got to make, like, a chin, all this. She's she's going in, like, super hard. So just seeing that level of, like, diligence from her, I'm like, yo, I got to... I can't help but root for the kingdom of science. Like, and then you got brutes like magma and his goons. And then you got my girl, um, uh, how did I forget her name now? That's Toka. No, not Toka. Um, God, how did I forget her name? Like, Oh, which one? Blonde hair girl. Um, the one with the swords, the one with the voice, the one with the swords, uh, gorilla. Kohaku. Yeah. Kohaku. Thank you. Kohaku out here going ham, like, leading this with, like, being a powerful gorilla and Chrome just being, like, the second science user. So, I'm really digging what Dr. Stone's got going on. I'm really sad there's only going to be 11 episodes. And we're already on episode, like, 7. So, 8's coming next. So, I'm just really trying to figure out what is going on. Yeah, man. Like, where are we going to wind up? What's the final battle look like? Yeah. yeah. There's not a lot to, like, go on. Which is kind of great. It's kind of exciting. Now, I won't lie. This episode kind of felt sort of like filler to me. Not not really filler, right? But yeah. not really like we're progressing the story a whole lot. It just felt like we're in a holding pattern. We gained one new member towards the cause. Not a lot of action. Not a lot of progression. We haven't seen what this guy can do for us. We've seen, you know, the setup for him being a member of the team. We haven't seen him put in the work, though. So, my opinion, like, not a lot happened. But it's still, the formula continues to work. 
it was hype. It got you to feel things. It got you to, like, support the cause. Good episode. See? Yeah. No, I, I agree. It didn't feel like filler to me. Um, It felt like... It felt like just, you know, rising action, I would say. Um, Because next episode, we are going to have the big bad boom. Because yeah. we did have um Sukasa find the cell phone at the end. So it's just like, okay, next episode, like, here we go. Let's go. Let's get down. Let's do it. So, yeah. yeah I, I would say this is more of a plateau to keep um from burning the viewer out on action because next episode like when we find out you know how the attack on the the cave of restoration is going to go and Sukasa's reaction like that's going to be really hype they're going to have to give you something so totally this is sort of like a holding pattern for the interest yeah no like most yeah. death um then we get to one of my favorites um also one of the saddest at the moment because it's going to Going, we don't know what's happening to it. Um, and that's Black Clover. And man, how many episodes do we have left? Uh, I believe we got episode 166 is next, so we got four episodes left. Fuck. Yeah, and I'm just like, y'all, what are we doing? Um, so anyway, but this episode, you know, smile now, cry later. What they say, don't frown because it's over a smile because it happened or some shit um but yeah i was smiling because baby girl noel like finally got her mermaid form and i'm like bruh let's go valkyrie armor mermaid mode let's go as a manga reader i had been waiting for the homies to see this and i was waiting to see it animated and i was not disappointed Man, that came out of nowhere for me. And I was like, hold up. I knew she was getting a power up, but like mermaid form? Mm-hmm. Come on now. Like, it makes sense. Like, the partnership between her and um, Laura Pichka. I'm just like, let's go. Um, so, like, seeing that, and a lot of people have drawn, like, be like, oh, Noel is, you know well endowed now or blah 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 and that's been like a little bit of a little bit of a controversy i guess but i'm like do y'all understand that like Noel has always been well endowed so like now she's in a little mermaid suit so of course it can be noticeable but just the fans being mad about everything they're mad about Jesus kaisen they're gonna mad about attack on time but we'll talk about that in a minute but i listen it has not reached the peak of one piece endowment yeah no, that's and and the fact that like she was both you know accentuated and overpowered as fuck, like come on man, she was so go on. No, you get go ahead. My bad. Not man, like yeah, like give it to me. Show me these women hustling their ass off, like putting in the work, doing great things, like yeah. being contributing members of the team, being pivotal parts to the success of this story arc. Like, where the fuck is Asta? I don't know, getting his shit wrecked by a demon. Where the fuck is Noel? Putting in the work. Saving the fucking queen. Working together to fucking win. Fighting the devil at 60%, mind you. Which everybody else bitching out at 50, if that. So, like, we definitely... And, like, even Vanica. I love Vanica. Like, she is such a good villainess. Um, Yes. 
Because there's, like, nothing she wants. She has, like, that Joker vibe of just craziness. Like, there's nothing that she wants. There's nothing that she desires. She's just literally crazy and wants to kill people and exercise her power. And, like, her blood magic is dope and her curse magic is dope. These I feel like these are two original, original powers we haven't really seen or we don't see a lot, like... I feel like the um, we've seen blood use in anime before with um, like um, currently in Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, currently in Jujutsu Kaisen, and then before that we saw it in Dead Man Wonderland, which was a whole thing about it. And I'm sure we've seen it somewhere else, but that's like the. But most- still, there there's this macabre vibe about blood and like it being off-putting. Yeah, you and, know, and we have you know the other two who use gravity magic and bone magic, which bone magic is God. That's Bruh. like, that's just a thing right there in all its own. And, you know, gravity, they wanted you to, they wanted you to hate these folks like internally. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, okay, so we're out here and we're doing this. So, okay. Um, but yeah, so it's like Black Clover really went off. I feel like Noel was the shining jewel of that episode. Um and Laura Peach could talk about how she didn't want to die. Um we saw that our homies on the Clover Kingdom aren't done with their battles yet because these hoes don't stay down as long as Lord or as long as Vanica is alive or functioning, they will just keep coming back no matter what you do. Like you can't kill them. So is really going to be a chore to see what goes on with that. And again, I've said it, it's going to really suck um, to see it end in four episodes because we're going to end on a huge cliffhanger. We're going to meet our homie who showed up today. Um, our homie, yes. The one random the, the one random person that showed up and put in the work on some of these uh, Spade Kingdom folks have no idea who this person is. Other than Big Swerve, fucking another black bull. Mm-hmm. Like, when that happened in the manga, people, like, lost their ish. And I sing it again, lost my ish, because I'm like, yo, this character is about to do work. And the sad part is, based on the pacing, we're going to just meet him, and the series is going to do whatever it's going to do. So I really hope the Man. announcement that it's just going seasonal comes... And then, like, we'll see it again next, like, spring or next winter or something. Because I don't want to go on a 10-year bleach hiatus. I don't want to go on a just read the manga. If the announcement is to just read the manga, I am literally hopping on a jet and going to Japan and seeing who I have to fight. Like, traditional traditional samurai fight. I will, let's go. Like, who is it? Let's go. I will weeb the fuck out of this because <sighs> don't just. Man, I. I feel like where we are currently, there's enough hype around it to not make it a 10-year hiatus because Bleach ran itself into the ground at the end. Yeah. Just, you know, the combination between the mangaka and, you know, the animation team and, you know, all those conflicts. I think, like, where we're sitting with Black Clover, because you know more about the manga than I do, like, there's enough to finish the arc story-wise. So their decision to end it before we finish the arc is like, mm, what? But I don't think it's the same vibe as Bleach. Yeah, I hope not. And the creator said he has a lot he wants to 
expanded upon. And I know Black Clover is like the 10 top selling. It's number 10, mind you, but it's like the 10th best selling property from uh, Shonen Jump at the moment. And that list also includes, you know, um, One Piece, My Hero, um, a bunch of other things. And even I think Demon Slayer is still technically on that list for the sales from last year. So, like, to be number 10 on a list with One Piece and Demon Slayer is, you know, incredible. And same with My Hero and all these other great works that are coming out as well. Jujutsu Kaisen is number five, I believe. So it really doesn't make sense to not continue it. But we will have Has more. Has One Piece ever left that list? No. One Piece <laughs> was number one for 20 years, and then Demon Slayer came and knocked it to number two, and the world crumbled for a little bit. This happened in 2020 when the world actually was crumbling, and like no one knew oh, how gotcha, to handle gotcha. it. And they were like, what? Like, <laughs> it was it was really funny. But to show you the margin, um, One Piece had, like, 2 million, 2 to 3 million, like, views and reads a week, right? Uh-huh. And Demon Slayer was getting, like, 40 million. It was just unprecedented. <laughs> it was just unprecedented. Like, nothing, like... Wow. Nothing was going to catch that. So, and... Now that Demon Slayer is over, Shonen Jumps is like, what do we do now? And I'm just like, I have no idea. This, I don't know. Maybe just not cancel some of your other shows that are still in your top 10 and make it hard on yourself. But, you know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a scientist, so what do I know? And I'm not sure that the relationship between Shonen Jump and the animation uh, team is much in line. You know, certainly that has a lot to do with each other, but, like, I don't think they're the decision makers in that true true that could be studio perio which worries me because studio perio is the same studio that did bleach so we will see how they handle this i mean studio piero is also the one that did naruto Again. which is exactly why you one you're concerned because it could get the bleach treatment but also it could get the uh the naruto and naruto shippuden treatment like big swerve would get a spinoff that's just a continuation like a year down the road or something yeah you know. The big thing is who knows, which is the, the spooky part. No one. No one knows. The troubles I've been Speaking through. of not knowing, except for you, because you fucking read the manga, this season of fucking Attack on Titan, man, who knows what's coming next? Man, like, as a manga reader, I don't really know, because, like, are we getting a part two? Like, what's happening? Like, I don't understand. But I do understand that this is an amazing series Oh my gosh, like last episode, which is fresh off the press of a few hours ago, um, just, just, my goodness, the, the amount of just, normally you have to fight, normally you have to punch, you have to move, you gotta show big things for people to have this level of hype, but to do that from a conversation, to do that from just a man walking up a hill and putting on a coat, to just the words that this person has escaped just attack on titan man i i i can't there's so much like <laughs> i just armin being a creepo on the statue of a woman yes that's the vibe of 2020 man i sent you that meme where it was like shinji in the hotel or in the hospital room and it was armin outside of annie and it's like same vibe yeah, like just a tragic 
It's, what happened to Armin, man? He could have been better. Could have loved a woman that wasn't one crazy. And well, okay, pardon. One not like against his entire existence, and two not encased in stone. Yeah, no, like I just poor Armin. Like he's just, I mean, not poor Armin because he was ready to sell Aaron off the creek. So I still, I still on team Aaron. We all know how I feel. Um, you know, Aaron. I don't know why, but yes, I, I feel it. <laughs> Aaron's about to do some slightly, not slightly, unmorally fucked up shit. And you know what? Has he not already? No. I mean, we really rooted hasn't. for him er- early this season, but he murdered a hotel, like a, an apartment building of probably children. I mean, like the Marlans came in and did a lot worse, you know, like an eye for eye makes and the world go blind. But Stevie Wonder doing OK. That's all I'm saying. Bruh. Yeah, that's messed up. I knocked on wood. I would have accepted Titan eyes grow back. But oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, per word, Aaron's about to go off and we're going to see it. But this episode, we find out, you know, okay, one, the premiere has been exploded out of his office like 36 seconds after our crew of Armin and Mikasa leave his office, being like, hey, we're his friends. We should go talk to Aaron and be like, hey, don't do any crazy shit. Tell us what's going on. And the premier is like, no, it's too sensitive. Yeah. We're not doing that. And then there, there's something that looks like a fucking electric chair in his office. Mm-hmm. And then they walk out 30 seconds later. I'm guessing the electric chair explodes because our boy, the premier winds up at the front gate having flown through his window being square ass dead. Yeah, and like his body in half, mind you, as well. And oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you call it that. His body was nah, in half. I caught the fact that he was like over near the gate. I didn't get that the rest of him was, I don't know, everywhere else. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Like, um he's so yeah, he's dead. Um, he's not coming back. He ain't got no time powers. Um, and that was done from the Jaegerist, who are a group who believe that Aaron is correct. And you know, this is really just a whole whole personification of keeping information from people by not being honest. Like everybody, it's like you either die a hero or you live long enough to become a villain. That's like a super yeah played out cliche but it's true um the survey corps and the government had they had come for being oppressed by king fritz but now they're repeating what he did the people have already been lied to once they see they know aaron went over and fought for their lies which is not a lie like they know that happened and they know that aaron wants to save them like that is a fact that's what they know but by keeping things from them you're making okay we know this is fact what we don't know is why Aaron's in jail because you won't tell us or what is this. So by them, yeah. the survey corps of government keeping that from them, it causes a revolt in the people. And that is like true real life stuff. And, you know, Aaron's whole purpose is for freedom. Like he has gone about it in a way that most not agree with. But he literally said at the end of season three, he was like, I will become a monster to save everyone 
Like, he said that. And, you know, Aaron becoming, like, that is unfortunately something that happened, but something I feel like needed to happen. And I don't also think that Aaron's the only monster. Like, you saw that throughout this whole process that Mikasa and Armin were like, you know, we can just make the Titan someone we trust. And now that this is, like, what's going to happen, they're like, no, what's happened? And I'm honestly not mad at Aaron for escaping. Like, I... I mean, no, I guess I'm not either. But, like, I... There's a lot more to it, which is what makes it interesting. Like, they say the words about being ready to do what needs to be done. But in the moment, we see them, like, worried about their friend, doing everything they can to avoid, like having to be put in the predicament of having to, like, betray everything they've been through. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. It's like if I feel like personally um, that you should, like, you, and the fact that, yes, Aaron laughed at Sasha's death, no one seemed to talk about the fact that Aaron also laughed when Hanji died. Like, that is one of the stages of grief. Hanji died? Sorry, not Hanji. Um, what's I'm his, like, wait a minute. <laughs> not, what's his name? When? Um, well, she Han- was in last episode. <laughs> no, Hans. That's his name. Hans. Yeah. Gotcha. So when Hans died, a lot of ages. So when Hans died, Aaron was also laughing in season three. So, like, there is, that is something that's, you know, reoccurring and instead of anyone saying that or thinking about it they're just like Aaron laughed when Sasha died he's a villain we gotta kill him I'm like first of all you couldn't kill Aaron if you wanted to like literally what he said the episode prior was I'm only here because I want to be here I was like okay game game um and the whole plot that so Zeke is up to something he's obviously got something and Yelena has something that she's doing as well with these Marleans who are stationed and we're going to go into that, and we still got to catch up with Gabby and Falco, and then see what's going to happen with the scouts. And then, while all this commotion's going on, the last 10 seconds, who do you see in the village with a hood on? Peak. Man, that was a scene. Like, that was a shot. We were all hype about, like, ah, oh, shit, Gabby's gonna get, get hers this time, man. They're riding into town. And then, boom. They're already here on their sneak attack. Like, what? We just found about that last episode, man. They're already here? Mm-hmm. So. I got my opinions based on, like, the production delays of the entire series. But, like, I will never say that this shit is not hype. No, it's it's super hype. Like, our boy Zog might not necessarily agree with you, but I definitely do. Um, So... Yeah, no, definitely, definitely a hype. One of the best, if not the best series out right now, I have to say. Um, I honestly can't wait for the next episode. I can't wait for... I'm, I'm sad that it's ending. Um, the manga's going to end in April. I feel like Attack on Titan is definitely top 10 of all time. Um, it has to be on your list. Like, I feel like it's like Eminem. Like, whether you like him or not, you have to put him in your top ten list of best rappers alive. Um, or ever. I feel like um, it's just fact. Uh, so, I feel like Attack on Titan has to go on that list. Um, 
what really cements where it'll fall is the ending, but I feel like it's going to have a strong ending. Um, there's no way to tell you to prepare for what's coming next. So just sit back and enjoy. So as we're, we're watching the manga come to an end, do you think that there would be an, like enough content and not too much content for them to wrap up the final part of this show, like the series, up with a movie? Or do you think that would be something that needed to be like an extra season? Like an extra 12 episodes. I feel like it could go either way. Um, Because what's going on in the manga right now does feel like one big movie um, based off what's happening. But at the same time, I feel like it could be... I feel like there's pros and cons to that. I feel like we could do Mm. a movie. Not we, obviously. The people who made it could do... Yeah, man. (laughs) We're doing a movie coming 15 years from now out of cut-together footage that looks like... A potato cooked it. I don't know. You heard it here first. Um, But I feel like that if they did a movie, the issue with that would be the same issue that's going on with the Demon Slayer movie. Um, Because, yes, it's hugely successful. You make a lot of money in Japan. But your foreign audience is where you got a lot of money from that as well. Um, You have to keep in mind that where are they going to see it? Because we still haven't seen the Demon Slayer Mugen Train Arc movie but we have season two of Demon Slayer announced it's coming some point this year, presumably in the fall. So that gives us about till October. It's about eight months for the movie to release and people to see it and all that um, in a fixed gotcha. amount of time during COVID. So I feel like if you did that with Attack on Titan, that would be a huge issue because we've also seen it happen with Evangelion. You know, the how long is that movie going to take to produce? Like, or is it going to be delayed? Like, where is it going to air? And fucking don't get me started on Evangelion, man. <laughs> the the one, the fact that the original series ran out of money, so like they had to wrap up early with the last two episodes, and then produce an ending that is just the last two episodes, but in like movie format to like actually complete it. Like that's a whole deal. Mm-hmm. But no, certainly, um, like to your point, like. If they're going to do a movie, what's the time delay on it? Like, because right now it does not make sense for it to be like a, uh, like an immediate release. Like, episode ends in May, whenever it ends. And then June, we have a movie for you to watch the fitness of the show. Like, I don't think it's going to be that quick of a turnaround, but who knows, man? True, true. Um, but I'm looking forward to whatever it is. I want I want a closure, man. I want an ending. This fucking series that has been going on for so long. Yeah, man. It'll in next year it would have been ten years. Um, which, you know, is too long. Wild. Yeah. Um <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. But um, yeah, I really feel like it needs to be like maybe what they did with part two of season three, like just ten episodes or something, ten or twelve. Um, because there's everything that's happened in the manga, I feel like it's pivotal or pivotal to the story. Um, every little word, every little action, there's so much you need to know and so many things that are important and vital to the story. I would really hate for them to cut that short in a movie or just not adapt that at all. That makes no sense to me, but the way Japan has done things often don't make sense to me because they cancel a lot of popular shows and content. Um so I definitely don't understand. Um, 
Well, I think that that the big thing is the the decision makers don't see popularity as profitable because oftentimes it's not. What they're seeing is sales numbers, sales on, you know, purchases of the product, sales of merchandise, really merchandise. Um, and, you know, if if 100 million people love the show, but only 10,000 of them are buying merch, it's not a good business decision, which is the tragic part for us as the invested, you know, consumer, right? Yeah. If you don't have the funds to buy the merch, but you like enjoy the product, it doesn't really matter. Like your opinion is not counted, which is just the way the system works literally everywhere in business. True. So, but we'll just have to see, man. I'm hyped for the next episode, which is the one thing that this always does. It's like, hey, we're going to hit you with some big shit and you're going to want to watch the next episode. Next episode comes out next Sunday afternoon for us. Yeah. So, yeah, we're we're ready, um, Freddy. And ready to give you guys another episode of, you know, recent views. Um, so make sure you check us out on our Twitter and our Twitter, um, which you can find at link to the main Twitter at YTSP. Um, that is U-R-T-S-P, uh, your typical Sean and protagonist on Twitter. Or you can find us over at Content Breaker. Um, really, we're just kind of trying to be everywhere. So, Yeah, man. And you can catch the products, uh, the main show, this show, at uh, con- uh, your, your typical show and protagonist on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Podcast, uh, whichever podcatcher you prefer. Uh, we also got the other product talking generally more about animation and other things, Western, Eastern, whatever. Uh, over at Content Breaker on Spotify as well. Uh, and we will catch y'all next week for more uh, more anime in review. Bye.